0: Did you have the opportunity to get out? Did you have the opportunity to leave the narcissist, to be able to get away from that toxic person, that toxic influence in your life, and then everything seems to just kind of go crazy? So you're like, wait a second, like, this person's attacking me. Now they're with someone else, and they're, they're giving them all their desires. They're, they're showing them stuff that, like, I was going to do with them. Like, what is actually going on? You see, when you leave a narcissist, there's a lot of things that happen. Where the smearing, projection, you know, putting up a false persona, like whatever it is, you see a lot of different things happen. And normally, one of the best routes to go is no contact. Have you done that? Is that something you've thought about or engaged with? Or or maybe you've already done, or maybe you've done and gone back and kind of gone back and forth. You're like, wait a second, I don't know. Is this healthy for me to do? Is this not? Like, I love this person and you're and you're confused. So let's talk about today, like what happens when you leave a narcissist and you go no contact. Okay. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-war narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And we do that by providing free content everywhere on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Look us up anywhere just under Raw Motivations. Like, share, subscribe. Please help people know what's actually going on. I guarantee you, you probably know at least one person in your life today that could benefit from either this video or one of the other videos. Like, I don't really care, but just someone. That's struggling with the same stuff, or someone is struggling being in a narcissistic relationship and they don't know, they don't understand. The more I talk to people, the more they're like, wow, like I know a person that could really hear this. I know a person that I think might be in a narcissistic relationship. I know a person that's struggling with some level of abuse. Like, share this, let people know. You could be the person today that helps save someone's life just by letting them know what they're going through. We'd love to have you part of a bigger community. It's called the NARC app. Download it on Apple or on Google Play. Just type in N-A-R-C, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, N-A-R-C. Download that. We got courses, interactions, advice, uh, places for you to actually track your no contact, record your truth, learn from other people. We've got weekly coaching, weekly lives that happen inside there, monthly coaching with coaches all around the globe. We've got courses, gaslighting, lies, um, boundaries, uh, healthy dating after abuse and a lot more to come okay it's, it's one of the only apps out there you're going to be able to learn about narcissism and get coaching and get live events and get advice all in one so download that and be able to check out the app if you want to talk to me sometime you can reach out at rawmotivations.com you can click down below for one-on-ones if you're struggling with the trauma bond if you're struggling with rumination or if you're struggling with building back your self-worth and self-confidence that's what i work with people on a day-to-day basis all across the globe a lot of times my days start super early Time I'm recording this. It's like 6 a.m. A lot of times my day starts super early because I talk to people all across the globe. Sometimes on early morning appointments is like people in Germany and Australia New Zealand or, or people going to bed in Hawaii because my goal is to try to help people understand and find clarity in the confusion. So what happens when you leave? Oftentimes we run through several different scenarios of, of what happens when you leave. First off, the narcissist a lot of times will blame you. How could you leave me? How could you abandon me? How could you walk out on me? Like, you can't believe this. Like, this is when I'm changing. This is when I'm trying the hundredth time. But this is when I'm trying. Like, how could you leave me? They'll get to the place where they start to resent you. Like, you can't believe this. Like, they betrayed me. They were awful to me. They were mean to me. They abused me. And then they'll start to smear you. They'll get really vindicative. Or sometimes they'll be revengeful in what they're doing and they'll start to smear you to your friends, to your family, to your coworkers, to the people around them. They'll start to attack you and attack your character, attack who you were in the relationship. They'll try to use small things that you did years ago to be able to justify their behavior now, to be able to justify the story that they're writing, the story that they're telling, saying, hey, this person is awful because of this. And then a lot of times they'll come back and they'll try to hoover. And they'll try to get back with you. And you might think for a moment, wow, this is great. This is amazing. They finally figured it out. Then you get back with them. You're like, wow, nothing has changed. Because it doesn't. Unless a narcissist is going to be honest, vulnerable, and start developing consistent change, trackable, consistent change, nothing is going to change. No amount of promises, no amount of words, no amount of future faking, gaslighting, love bombing is going to change the reality that they're not working on themselves. One thing you have to realize and understand is like they decided to devalue months or even years before you left. It wasn't like they just changed at the last second. It wasn't like they just modified or twisted around at the last moment. It wasn't like at the very end they're like, oh yeah, now I hate you. No, like they actually were doing that a long time before you realized. Another thing you need to realize is a lot of times they have the new supply already lined up. So even though you leave and they might beg you at the last moment to stay so they can blame you, they still will turn around as soon as you leave and they'll call up someone else. They'll get on a dating site. They'll, you know, access to Tinder again. Like whatever it is going to be, like they will get back out there as soon as possible or they already have someone ready in the wings to be able to step into your place. A lot of times people are like, oh, no, that's not true. It is more than you want to believe. Whether they have a side chick at work. Whether she's got someone else that she sees, you know, out and about, it does happen. A lot. And a lot of- Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. times, a narcissist wants to make sure that they have someone locked in, that they have a new supply, that they have someone ready to go to before you leave. And sometimes if you leave before that's ready, then that'll be even more vindictive, more revenge, more frustration, because how could you do this? You abandoned me before I could have someone else to replace you. Like, that's literally what's going on. The other thing, if you've seen some of my videos about like when the narcissist leaves or when the narcissist wants you to leave, like different things like that. One of the things that I talk about in those videos is when you leave, they use that to play the victim. They use that to triangulate a new supply. They use that to be able to blame you and say, hey, it's their fault. I tried. I tried to get them to stay, but they walked away. They walked out the door. They left me. And they'll use that in their story to tell the next person in the facade and the mass that they build for the new person of like, yeah, like, I just need someone to love me because like they, they left me even though they pushed you out the door. So a lot of times we talk about no contact, about after you leave the narcissist, after you get away. And a lot of the things that I kind of like skim through really quick, I've done videos on. So go back and just look under raw motivations on YouTube. There's more aspects of it there. When we talk about no contact, there's a couple of reasons why we talk about no contact. One of the main ones that I try to emphasize and have people understand is when you stay in contact, when you stay in contact on social media, or maybe you're not responding, but you're still watching, you're still seeing things that are going on. What you're signing up for is the production. You're signing up for the new production that the narcissist is going to put out there for you and the world to see that they've now found their, their new soulmate. They've now found the next person that's going to make them be whole, that they're going to change for, that they're inspired to be with, that they love, and all these different types of things. They're going to put that out there and try to convince everybody. The thing is, they're trying to convince everybody. You have to understand that. It's not, they're not putting it out there because it's real. It's not putting it out there because they're like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. No, they're putting it out there because they're trying to convince the world that they're in love with someone that they're actually not. They're just constructing a new mask. And the production that you see from the outside looking in is normally the aspect of you seeing the love bombing. You're just seeing it from a different perspective. And you're like, oh my gosh, like why are they loving them so much? Well, they're not. They're just using it as another manipulation tool, just like they did with you early on in the relationship. They want to put on the production a lot of times to be able to prove your version of the story wrong. That they're the toxic one. So they're with the next person. They're like, wow, this is amazing. They might be abusing behind closed doors. You'd never know it because no one knew it when it was with you, Right? But they might be abusing that person behind closed doors, but they're going to project, they're going to put out there that, hey, I'm the best person ever. This is the best relationship. And what that does is it creates a doubt in your mind that everything you experienced with that toxic person wasn't real. And it was. And you have to rely on that truth. Otherwise, they will use that and they will manipulate you when they're out of the relationship. They also put on a production to triangulate the new supply. To be able to say, hey, this is amazing. Like, I've never done this before. We've never, I've never had this great of a relationship. This has never been so amazing. My last relationship, wow, like that was like awful. We did blah, blah, blah. They'll use it as a form of triangulation. They'll try to punish you by giving the next person all that you ever wanted. You wanted the house on the lake, the next person got the house on the lake. You wanted the vacation to Tahiti, the next person got the vacation to Tahiti. The thing you have to understand, a lot of people don't realize like the subtle difference of what actually happens here, is a lot of times a narcissist will use your dreams, your hopes and your values for the next person. One, because they learn, they leech off of you. And two, because they're not that ingenuitive, like they don't just come up with these ideas. They're like, hey, this is something I purposely held back from the other person, let me use that. Let me pull that out of my library of things that I can hold back. And then they give it to the next person, Couple of things that happen there. One is you need to understand that they purposely did that to you. So, like the the vacation, the vacation to Tahiti, you know, they purposely held that back from you. Like that was your hopes, your dreams, one of the biggest things you wanted. They purposely held that back for you, and then they're gonna use that to the next person. They're gonna use it for the next person. The thing you have to understand is the next person might hate the beach. They might rather go to the mountain or be in the snow. They might hate the beach. It might still be another way to abuse the next supply. But you're never going to see that you're never going to know that because on social media it's never going to put that up there because you're watching a production families have a lot going on let ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids and for parents try three new brainy chews to help you focus chill out or get energized Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. A lot of times people ask, like, how can I go no contact with kids? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. A lot of times people say it's not possible. There's a lot of people out there that are doing it more and more and that are have to to do it more and more. Use a third-party app. Third-party communication, third-party drop-offs. Look up parallel parenting. Look up Judge Anthony or Anthony Bampiani, depending on what platform you're on. Look up the BIF method, brief, informative, friendly, firm. Use those to be able to communicate. I've done videos about um, how to go no contact with kids on, on YouTube, so like check those out. The thing you have to remember with no contact, production, everything like that. The thing you have to remember is no contact is essential for your healing, your growth, and your change. Think of it like this. Let's say, let's say you've got a bandage on your arm where you had a bad burn. And every day you walk to that bandage and you like take it off. And every time you take it off, you peel that top level skin that's healing, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's still bleeding. Wow, that hurts. And they put the band-aid back on the next day, you come back and you open it up and you're like, wow, still bleeding again. Because every time you rip off the scab that was starting to heal the process. And the thing is, when you when you reach out, when you still watch their social media, when you still are in contact with a toxic person, you're still triggered. You're still controlled and you're still developing those addiction, addictive natures with that person. And until you pull back, until you actually say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to leave the bandage on. I'm going to focus on my healing, on my growth, on my change, and ignore what's going on in their life because it's just a facade. It's just fake. It's not real. But I'm going to focus on what I can control, and that's myself. How am I going to heal, grow, and change? How am I going to show up for myself and for my kids on a day to day basis? How are you going to do that today?